Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the J. Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Well, hey, everybody. It is John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur here. And welcome once again to another fine episode of the J. Moore Tech Talk Show. Today being Friday, Marcus, uh, January 21st. Welcome. We have got one more week after this and we're out of January already. Where the heck did the month go? Yeah, so we, we're uh, uh, traveling through time. <laughs> How do we go backwards, though, Marcus? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I, have, I don't think they invented that yet. Uh, we'll have to work on that. Maybe, maybe for next year. Maybe once we finish all the COVID stuff, we can we can invent a time travel machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking about travel uh, and games and whatnot, you know, whether you're an adult or whether you're a minor or whether you're a teen, uh, games is something that has been a phenomenon for years. And uh, it seems like a lot of people have gotten away from, you know, board games, even though I like those, to more of electronic games. Well, there's a new game uh, that is out. And of course, you guessed it. It's for your iPhone and Android. And it's called Wordle. You heard me right. It's called Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E. And uh, people, become, people are becoming extremely obsessed uh, with this game that uh, has all these um, squares that are green and yellow. And uh, it, it's really causing, if I may say, uh, Marcus, uh, an, an uproar. Because people aren't just playing. They're arguing about strategies and uh, posting results on social media. So this is becoming really, uh, I'd say, more than a trend, more than a fad, at least for the moment. Um, They've got, um, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, 90 people played Wordle on uh, November 1st last year. All right. By January 7th of this year, the game had, listen how many people we have now, 1.8 million players. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a so, bit. So they claim it's simple, it's amazing, uh and you have to guess the five letter word of the day in six tries. Mm. So you may want to try it out, but another thing that's been interesting about Wordle is um the you know the app store is clamping down because a lot of people are actually uh companies are trying to copy Wordle. In that um. same and so they are shutting down a lot of copycats. Yeah. Seems like one gets something and everybody says, oh, let me try to do something. But I, I don't know. It, it, it's like uh, they didn't even try to change the program. They're just a knockoff. So they didn't add any additional functionality. They did nothing, Marcus. Yeah. It's just like, uh, just like many other things that have become a trend and, you know, and very soon someone's going to try to come by behind you and 
and and duplicate it, you know, thinking that, you know, they can make a couple quick bucks. Yeah, I think that's the problem. I have no problem with people trying to make a couple bucks, but not the quick bucks. I mean, I think it has to be something where you provide value. People say to me, John, how can I make more money? And I say to them, don't worry about making more money. Think about how you can provide more value to someone, and then you'll get more money. That's right. But a lot of people don't want to do that, Marcus. They just want to lie, cheat, steal. <laughs> yeah. Placate other people. And they appear to win for the moment. But then, you know, it's like the hedges come down on them. A couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years later, a legal proceeding. Or the fact that their efforts are flawed because customers leave them. Because they are exposed for the true faker that they really are. Absolutely. But there are always going to be those people. There's not much, you know, we can do about that. Uh, but speaking about uh, people and not a great type of people, uh, the cyber attack hits the Ukraine as the U.S. warns Russia could be prepping for war. Ouch. Wow. Uh, according to routers uh, not too long ago, and I quote, the United States said it feared Russia was preparing a pretext to invade the Ukraine if diplomacy fails to meet its objectives after a massive cyber attack splashed Ukrainian government websites with a warning to be afraid and expect the worst, end quote. Mm. You know, I don't know, Marcus. I, I feel that there's just too many people in the world that are trying to figure out how to beat the world instead of actually create value in the world. Yeah. And uh, th this goes for whatever profession. And if you're a lawyer, I, I, I feel for you. Um, many of you guys don't know the story, but I'm an engineer, but I became an engineer because I did some law school prep. And I realized one thing, Marcus, I couldn't be a liar for a living. Yeah. So um, whenever I have a lawyer that uh, doesn't work so well, I say, you know, I'm glad that I didn't take that route. And they said, what do you mean? I'm glad I didn't become a lawyer because I can actually go to sleep at night because I don't lie to people for a living or twist or how you guys say manipulate the truth. We don't lie. Excuse me. You creatively conjure up the facts in a way that, well, let's say doesn't seem uh, agreeable to all parties. Because that really didn't happen. But uh, you're paid by your client to uh, defend them. So you'll pretty much do everything you need to. You won't say you're lying, but you'll just omit some of the facts, maybe twist some of them, confuse some of them, repurpose some of them to make it fit into your long-term plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're professionals for that, and um, and it looks like you know Russia uh, is definitely using some leverage uh, here and some of the technology, and you know, and, and I think you talked about you know some of the dangers of of, uh, of this potentially happening one day. I did, and you know the biggest concern I have, uh, Marcus, it's not Russia uh, alone; <laughs> it's the fact that this could become. I don't want to use the word pandemic, but I will. <laughs> a pandemic 
of a technology abyss, whereby just like now most people will, when I say that COVID was not accidental, won't believe me, but we won't go there today. I feel that these other tactics are happening in the same manner to manipulate the public, to get control over them. I think that's what it's all about. What do you think, Marcus? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we 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 seeing that the the narrative uh, won't change. Uh, they continue to uh, exaggerate the narrative quite quite well. Yeah, they definitely exacerbate it, don't they? And you know, uh, I'm sure many of us have flown on planes, right? Probably within the last holiday, or maybe within the last year. I'm sure at least during COVID. And I have to laugh, Marcus. You know, okay, so you put the mask on your face, right? And um, then they say when you're eating or drinking, you need to take it off between sips and bites, but reaffix it. Now, okay, call me crazy here, but so the virus is intelligent now. It actually knows enough to go away when I'm eating and drinking. How does that happen? And then it magically yeah. comes back. As soon as I put the mask, okay, he's got the mask back on. We can put the virus back in the room again. I mean, that's what it's like. Yeah. And, and you know, all these uh, different acronyms, C, and I'm not going to mention all, but, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're basically changing their rules every day. And we learned that masks don't preclude all the virus. The, no, virus I is, the virus is a lot smaller and can get through the micropores of these cheap little cloths uh, or even the paper, which is worse because the paper becomes saturated and now you got a real mess. Right. You actually have uh, perforation in the mask where you actually can have true holes. I was... Uh, talking with a member of, of my squad that I belong to, Amulon Squad, and they were doing a demo the other night explaining that when we go out on COVID calls, uh, for those of you that don't know, I am a first responder, but I'm actually going this year to become to get my next level, which is my EMT. And uh, they have this mask that you can put on, but they also have this, I'll call it a space helmet. And the way it works is you, you put the battery pack on yourself first. It's not small. And then you connect the um, almost like these big things together to connect it in there. And you put that on there. And then you put the, the helmet on. So it's already turned on. Put it down. And there's a fan and there's a cartridge. And it takes out the small microns of dangerous air around you. So whenever we get a potential for someone that could be COVID-related, you should wear that suit hat. I hate to know what that hat costs. I'm sure it's more than a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so there is technology out there. Uh, but I think all the information is not getting through to the right people. I think that's the biggest problem. A lot of it, Marcus, if I will say so, is being suppressed. What happened to our freedom of speech? That's what I would like to ask uh, our government and our constitution that was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it went away when a lot of people started surrendering it. Yeah, it went and it went away like the dodo bird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
But you know, people say, oh, no, no, you're crazy. This is just COVID. Okay, I get it. Um, but, you know, um, I, I think it could be a problem. And I think it's not directly a problem, but I feel the biggest issue that I'm seeing is that people make it a problem just by their actions and what they're doing. And when we say, oh, you know, it's affecting COVID, or, I get it. But I think people are just throwing that around way too much. What, what do you think, Marcus? They're just using that as a, I don't know. They're just using yeah, because, it as, as a whatever. Well, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, it's, been a, it's been, become an easy clutch to, to run to and, and to lean on, um, especially when you want to, you know, get out of something or, or if you're trying to save a couple of bucks and you don't want to tell the truth about it. And then, you know, when you publish it on certain media, right, you know what happens? Um, you have a problem because now they claim that you're doing something that's wrong. Yeah. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, Marcus. No, it doesn't. But this, this continues to go on and on and on. And when people try to... Um, how can I say when people try to combat this? Suddenly it's uh, it, it's 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 a problem. Right. Right. I mean, I don't think uh, the concept of it is is bad. OK, but I do feel that um, Whatever's going on, I think people need to be aware of, you know, what's happening. And unfortunately, Marcus, um, a lot of people, you know, they're like sheep. They yeah. do what they're supposed to do. And um, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like people are like not making their own decisions, not because they don't want to. They're doing it because they're being led to believe that they can't make their decisions. And I have to say, Marcus, that's one of the most dangerous things in our life. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do a lot of self-improvement um, seminars and keynotes and whatnot. And, and I have to say that when you put verbiage, okay, that's why I always tell people, watch your language, okay? Mm -hmm. What you say is what you focus on. What you focus on is what you become. And we learned that from Earl Nightingale um, not, not too long ago. So I think people are being made feel that this is the way to be comfortable. All right. But in actuality, Marcus, uh, people need to become uncomfortable. Right. 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 And I think that's that's the biggest thing that I want to share. Um, I, I don't know. What what do you feel about that? I think you you heading down the right uh, the, the the right uh, turnpike, and okay. you really hitting. So, so, I'm, so I'm on I'm on the right highway then. Yeah, you're on the right highway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking about highways uh, in New Jersey, uh, a little bit off point. They actually, um, they actually, um, 
they actually raise the tolls, Marcus. They raise the tolls, I think, from $1.80 now to $2. And they're blaming it, guess what, on COVID. <laughs> isn't that like, isn't that just like, I don't know, is that nonsense? It's pure nonsense, yeah. I mean, do they think people are stupid? My question, Marcus, is when are people going to wake the the blank up? <laughs> yeah. We're a G show here. Um, uh, when are people going to wake the blank up? <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, that, that's just bananas. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, from my understanding, there's not many tow, uh, tow places that's even manned by um, humans anymore. Yeah, it's it's uh it's 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 a little bit uh crazy. And I just think that um I don't know. I think people need to change what they're doing. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen overnight. No, it's not. It's not going to be an overnight job at all. And I think people have become so comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. That they don't want to change. They don't want to change. No. So, you know, Marcus, this, this uh, brings me to a very interesting thing. You know what that is? And that is that everyone, okay, does what they're doing for two reasons. It's only two reasons. To avoid pain and to gain pleasure. Right. That's it. And you know that more people do things not for pleasure, but to avoid pain. That shocked me when I learned that many years ago, Marcus. Yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I just don't know why people would be... I don't know why people would be so drawn to stay out of pain but not focus on more pleasure. Right? Right. I, I just don't know. And I don't know if people realize that what's going on in our life is that we're focusing more on staying out of pain. Now, what did I just say a minute ago? What we focus on is what we become. Right. So why don't we focus on being in pleasure? Why don't we change our thought process? We've all heard of a glass before, right? Half empty, half full. How do our viewers see the glass? Do you guys see the glass half full or half empty? If you see the glass half empty, I think it might be time to change your way of thinking. Because what you're actually doing, and you don't realize it, but you're contaminating the energy of other people. And when you keep doing that, Marcus, oh, man, I don't want to hang around with that dude anymore. He's always so negative. Well, he doesn't say anything negative, but just his outlook. He's always talking about, oh, what happens with the world or what happens if I get... 
he's never positive. Yeah, I know. We probably shouldn't even bite him anymore. <laughs> and, and that's kind of how it happens. You know, Joe doesn't call me anymore. I wonder what happened. Hey, Joe, what happened? Oh, we're just busy. We don't, you know, we, we just haven't gone out in a while. Oh, okay. Something I said, no, 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 nothing I said. No. And uh, when somebody responds like that, you did something wrong. Right. If I asked Joe, hey, how are we doing? We go, oh, we just, we haven't gone out. That's it. I don't have to try to defend it. I'm not trying to say, no, no, no. Have we got up? No. And I'm not trying to defend it. When somebody's trying to defend their point, they're trying to hide something. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people are doing this because, you know why? I'm going to say it again. They feel more comfortable to act like that than to be truthful. I mean, I just come up and say, hey, Joe, be honest with you. Uh, we just don't want to hang around with you anymore. Uh, why? Well, every time we're with you, it's just always a drama story. You know, your, your, your girlfriend, your, your, your friend, your kid, something. There's always a story with you. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and it's like the conversation's always about you for the whole evening, and none of us ever get to share about what we did. Oh. And sometimes people need that kick in the butt to wake up. Other times, they'll never wake up. But I think direct honesty is the best way to go. Because by placating somebody, you're, you're just going to set a pretense that everything's fine when really, Marcus, it's not fine. Yeah, we shouldn't leave people people alone. And uh, that's, that's the uh, key there, you know. And I think that's what you point to is, you know, uh, the importance of, like, you know, it's being completely honest. And, and that, uh, that, that, yeah. Yes, and that goes for a relationship if you're dating or something, too. I I've told people this before, you know, if you don't want to go out with him or her, you had your phone call, whatever. Don't waste their time. Call them up. I know I had this one time. I called the person. I said, hey, you're a nice person. I'm not feeling it. I really don't want to waste your time or my time. So let's not have lunch. Got a call back from the person. Uh, you know, um, okay. Thanks for being honest. I appreciate it. And you might feel like you're being the worst person in the world. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org but you're being the best person because you're doing what's right for yourself and you're not wasting their time or your time. Everybody's trying to be the pleaser, which I talked about in my series a few weeks ago about how to handle difficult people. Let's stop trying to be a pleaser. If you don't like something, 
tell somebody. Right? If you don't like chocolate pudding, well, don't eat chocolate pudding just to make me happy. Eat vanilla pudding if you like vanilla pudding. Right? We have to do what we want. We have to live our life, not someone else's life. I think that's the most important point that I want to bring up there. But speaking about things that are fine, Marcus, um, things don't seem to be fine with Google. <laughs> <laughs> no. With their fines mounting up, but not to get into that this week, Google now mandates weekly, get this, COVID-19 tests for people entering U.S. offices. Yeah, now, they claim it's a temporary mandate. It's not permanent. It's temporary, and it's only for people that go to Google's offices in the United States. So anyone who comes into a Google U.S. work site will require a negative test. That's not just an employee. That's anybody that visits. And be required to wear a surgical-grade mask while at the office. I mean, seriously? Sounds like they're a little late. Uh, yeah, they're a little late. And, and I feel that this is interesting because one of the people I was researching, I'm not going to give the name, but one particular part of the world had no masks, Marcus. But you know what happened over there? They're already almost in herd immunity. Yeah. So I feel that this and any type of thing, our body can probably build an immunity to it. But we're not giving ourselves the chance to build it. So if any of you out there have had COVID, um, you know, you've had your vaccines or whatever, but any of you had COVID, your DNA is going to learn what that is and learn how to fight it. So if you get it again, it'll probably just be a cold for a few days. Probably. So we'll have to see what Google does. Uh, but it's funny, you know, how all these things are happening and um, the companies are scrounging. You know why they're scrounging, Marcus? They're scrounging not because they're trying to be safe. You know the real reason? They don't want to get sued. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they don't care about people at all. Yeah, and I, I think it looks good on a uh, looking uh, on a press release. So. Yeah, it looks it looks great. And uh, national international company uh, Google is really taking steps uh, to protect its employees by giving out free COVID tests to everyone that enters their building. Wow. I wish I worked for a company. I mean, that's all bull. <laughs> it's all media propaganda, right? Right. So uh, we'll have to see what's going on. But I have to say something else I want to say about Google. I recently learned that Google owns another company. I'm not sure if you guys knew this. Did you know that Google owns another company? Oh. What kind of company do you think they own? Uh, I'm not going to take a stab at it. I'm just going to let you uh, let you let you share it with us. <laughs> okay, so I discovered this because uh, I was getting some spam mail from a company, Alphabet. XYZ. Okay, and I was saying, you know, why is this happening? Like, why am I getting stuff? It's basically, in case you want another company, it's abc.xyz. <laughs> That's the company. So um, 
and they wrote something very interesting on this page if you visit it. And it basically says that they're not a traditional company and we're never going to be one. <laughs> so um if you're wanting to know what the heck alphabet is um alphabet has is doing a lot of interesting things they've been around for a while and uh alphabet actually in um 2020 uh not a ton of money they made forty one thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars in twenty twenty one. They made fifty five thousand three hundred fourteen dollars. So they're not going to break the bank like Google does. But the total revenues are fifty five point three. Oh, and it looks like fifty five point three million in the first quarter reflected consumer activity. So that's an interesting insight. That is, you know. Um, the following so so basically, um, it, it looks like so Google is on the mark. Nasdaq is G O O G, and then G O O G L. Um, and basically, Google Alphabet uh, have turned to Google Search and many other online services to stay informed, connect, connected, and entertained. So they're saying their total revenues are fifty five point three million in the first quarter. Okay. Uh, okay. But their sheet is actually wrong because it shows thousands. But yeah, so they're actually in. They're actually, according to this, one part shows they're in the millions. But when you look at their spreadsheet, it looks very interesting. Like total income from operations, it shows you total income from X. Um, it, it's showing it in thousands and not in billions. Mm. So I wonder if they did that intentionally. So they're going to be doing a lot with online uh, types of searches, electronic, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, and uh, Alphabet, the reason I learned about them is because I was getting a lot of spam mail. And I'm like, who the heck is XYZ? <laughs> well, what had happened is uh, Google had forgot to uh, – they were basically allowing a lot of companies that signed up for the XYZ domain – and um, they kind of like, you know, kind of missed the boat on that one. And there were several hundred companies. I think they're clamping down on it now, but it's been a big, big problem. Yeah. But uh, you would never think that Google owned ABC.xyz. <laughs> and so just to let you know a little bit specifically, Alphabet is mostly a collection of companies. So the largest, of course, is Google. Okay. So ABC is actually, if we want to look at this properly, it's really the umbrella of the companies. So those numbers have to be in the billions then. Uh, uh, the newer Google is a little bit slimmed down with companies that are pretty um, out in the field, internet products. Um, and so Alphabet is like the holding company for all these companies. Right. So they have like a protection almost. It almost seems like they're doing what the company Metaverse is trying to do or Facebook's trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Google's already been ahead of the times and they already had ABC forms. So that was just really, really interesting. So uh, speaking about things that are interesting, uh, the United States recently welcomed the Russian arrest of Revel. Now, if you don't know who Revel is by now, 
Uh, they're one of the leading ransomware gangs. And Russia's mm. Federal Security Service uh, announced a major crackdown on Rebels ransomware hacking group. In fact, did you know that one of these characters, and they're not the people that work for Disney, um, was <laughs> they're claiming allegedly responsibly for the attack on the Colonial Pipeline last year? Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so. So I have to say, as much as, you know, we don't really want to talk about other countries, I have to say uh, Russia does have the same common interest as us, as we both don't want ransomware around our countries. So as much as we may not agree on every point together, I think we all do agree that ransomware is definitely something that, um, how can I say, is definitely something um, that... Um, you know, none of us want. So it's good that we have an ally in that end. I don't know how much of an ally they are in other things, but at least the fact that, uh, you know, the U.S. gave them a kudos, I think that was a smart thing. And uh, I think we need to be working more with these international companies. I mean, it would be great if we could work with China, but you and I know that's not happening in our lifetime. Oh, no, not at all. They have their own, own uh, agenda. Right, And uh, I don't know if many of you know who Lisbon, Lisbon Council is. So uh, Lisbon Council was reported uh, by the BBC. Uh, basically, um, they fined him 1.25 million pounds or 1.4 million dollars for passing protester details. That's protesters details to the foreign embassies they had been recently picketing. Wow. You know, I would think that people that get into politics would have more brains than this. No? Yeah, you would think. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, they're they're doing more dirty stuff than, you know, the, the average criminal. Yeah, and I think it's because, you know, they have this great reputation and they feel that whatever they do, like, you know, it can just, they can do no no harm. And, you know, we've seen that in the past. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. And for whatever reason, they just continue. And unfortunately, it comes down to who has more money, and that's not nice to say. But they make a donation and suddenly, well, it just got dropped or forgotten about. I know several people that have uh, had speeding tickets. And, you know, they've wiped out the points by just paying a $2,000 fine. If you pay $2,000, we'll just we'll wipe out the points and just pay the $200 or something. Yeah. I think that's sending, it's sending a bad precedence, Marcus. It is. You know, it's saying that, okay, it's okay for me to speed as long as I have money to buy out the insurance, the points, so I don't get my insurance company to get me in trouble. Mm. So 
in looking at our trends from 2021, we have quantum computers and cybersecurity threats is definitely on the rise. AI technologies are growing uh, into things like Amazon Halo Health, fitness trackers, um, voice analysis, and uh, technology to usher in psychedelic medicine movements. I'm not really fond about that. <laughs> uh, exclusivity in social media. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you know, but there is a new platform out. Twitter has a new platform. Did you know that? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, that is like Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard of that one. I have used it. Yeah, Spaces. So, what's that? Spaces. Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces. Yes, you've heard about it. And the thing about Twitter Spaces is that uh, a lot of the bigwigs haven't gone on there yet. So it's still got a chance for you to make your debut if you want for a little while. People yeah. aren't taking shit. But, you know, something interesting happened with Clubhouse, uh, Marcus. It kind of faded and it became more of this celebrity type platform and more of a date and less of a day-to-day -day platform to help users, business owners, and everyday people. Um, I know I was on it when it very first came out and I got an invitation because you have to have an invitation to get on it. Yep. And uh, I remember waiting over an hour and a half to get to the main floor to talk to someone. And um, I don't know. I think what it did is really not um, – it – it really didn't provide the type of uh, impression I expected. I wanted to be more of a collaborative environment where it could help people and not become, well, who has more power on it? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, so we know that the digital world is changing everything uh, in our world, including the transformation of malls. We're seeing digital transformation, more digital signs. We're seeing signs now that actually can recognize and show you specific ads when you're walking by them because they grab information from your phone. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's here. That's here. Now, they're claiming that you've agreed to a terms and conditions when you downloaded an app to install a small piece near field uh, program to send information out, which supposedly is in the legal TOS, which we know nobody reads. They just scroll through even on the dating apps. They don't read it. And they say, oh, green, like, well, you just agreed to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did <laughs> on page 5000. Um, if you uh, cancel your account before the 13th day, we'll automatically charge you the month because we need seven days to cancel your account. I mean, something stupid like that. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so I think a lot's going to happen in 2022. Cryptocurrency, I feel like that kind of hit a stall, don't you? Yeah, it, it's it's not as hyped up as it was. I mean, you know, you hear a couple people still talking about it and like look at the market for it. Uh, it's it's pretty steady and slow. It's it's not bull rushing like it was. The people that I had talked to and I still know. It's like they faded into the woodwork. I had yeah. people on LinkedIn that I talked to about crypto, and now it's like, 
oh, I just canceled my account on there. Well, why? Oh, because I'm doing something else. Well, what about your crypto? Oh, I'm still doing that. Okay. And it just, I don't know, I feel like it went south. Yeah. Maybe people realize that it's not as good of a deal as people thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but, but when they're pushing cryptocurrency to buy things in stores, I see that as a problem, Marcus. Yeah. And what most people don't know about cryptocurrency is if you take money in cryptocurrency, and um, most people have merchant accounts that have a business, you have a discount rate that you basically lose for the processing. And um, if you take cryptocurrency, you're actually going to have the money there. But when you go to remove it, you may have that amount more or they may, you may have less or you may have more than that amount. Right. So it's a crapshoot as to will I break even? Will I make a profit or will I lose my shirt because I didn't take the money out in time? Or should I have left it in a few weeks more? I don't think that's something a business owner wants to contend with. What do you think? Uh, no, that's... Uh... Yeah, that, that could be pretty tricky, you know, with transactions and, you know, and then conversions, like, you know, having to worry about uh, converting Bitcoins back to US, USD and, you know, and, and then these other um, digital currency coins. Like, I mean, it, it, it can get pretty messy. So um wanted to let people know that uh, if you have not uh, already checked my uh basically my um my stream that's actually ending um right after the show uh we've been going for a week now since um basically since uh since it's actually we go from uh from the from the um from from basically from saturday uh to friday uh so we'll be ending that tonight on the 21st we actually talked about uh how do you deal with a pathological and social liar so it was a really interesting episode and things that people might be just doing because they're trying to get by but they don't realize the reputation they're tarnishing by lying about things that could potentially destroy their character so uh, definitely catch our last episode, which will be after the show here, if you haven't caught it already. And uh, you can catch that uh, right on the Transform You uh, radio network under shows. Uh, it's a brand new show uh, that uh, we've rolled out. Uh, I think it was just the beginning of this year we started rolling that out. And uh, for those of you that don't know the show, uh, you can go to Transform You Radio. You can go to where it says radio. You can go to where it says shows. Scroll all the way down to the very bottom. You'll see the inspirations for your life. <clears throat> Talking about all different types of things that will not only improve and motivate you, but keep you motivated, get you to take action, and get you to look at your life in a different manner to change the perspectives. Because as we learned from Dr. Dwayne Dyer, who learned from Patanjali's many years ago, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. 
So I ask you, friends and viewers, what do you have to lose by just changing the way you look at something for a day? And if it's better, why don't you keep thinking about it that way? Because when you do that, other people are going to start changing the way they look at you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been the utmost privilege and pleasure to be with you on, uh, what is it, one, two, our third Friday of January and one more week to go on the uh, Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I hope we'll catch you on my other new inspiration show and check out all the other wonderful content uh, that I have available. If you're looking to become a guest on the show, go to jmore.com, click on Reach Out to Us, Apply to Be a Guest. Uh, we have some great guests coming uh, for February, and um, we would love to get you on to share your story about your life, about what you've done, how you've made an impact on the world. Uh, remember, it's not a sales show, so that's really, really important. If you have a product you'd like us to unbox or review, then reach out to us as well on the website. Uh, we're always looking for people to share their insights with our many viewers around the world. Well, Marcus, it has been another wonderful evening uh, spent with you. Um, thanks so much. And uh, I guess we got to say goodbye. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, John. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Have yourself a great week. And remember, start changing your perspective and your whole world will open up and it will change right before your very eyes. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.